Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. And I've said that for mm. 11 years now. <laughs> you know, we have a great show planned today, packed full of information. So if you have a friend, a brother, a spouse struggling with prostate issues, stay tuned because we are very fortunate to have the experts in the studio First of all, our co-host is Kay Crosby, who consults clients at our North Oaks office, at our weight and wellness office. Mm-hmm. And Kate, you recently wrote an article for the weight and wellness newsletter called Prostate Cancer Prevention. So what were some of the interesting things that you learned while you were putting that article together? Well, here's one. And I wasn't aware of this before, but one out of seven men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in his lifetime. That's a lot. One out of seven. So this is, uh, I think of it this way, you know, if you've got seven uncles, maybe three uncles on your mother's side and four uncles from your dad's brothers, one of those uncles will be diagnosed with prostate cancer sometime in his lifetime. So Kate's article will be in the Weight and Wellness newsletter that will appear in your email box next Wednesday, June 24th. Amazing. It's my brother's birthday. Oh, June 24th. Well, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, if you're not receiving the Weight and Wellness newsletter, just go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and click on the Contact tab and look for Sign Up for our free newsletter. Just enter your email address there, and you'll be getting it soon. Yep. Our show is all about prostate health, prostate cancer, enlarged prostate, frequent urination, and maybe we'll even talk about low libido and erectile dysfunction. I saw a big billboard with that on it last <laughs> night when I was driving someplace. I thought, what? <laughs> so because, you know what, it affects 18 million men in the U.S. That's a lot. Yeah. We're really pleased to have the man with all the answers to men's health join us today. Many of our longtime listeners are so pleased when we have Greg Peterson join us in studio. They tell us they love his voice but also all the information he keeps up with because he's always reading recent research. So I even have a little bit more information about Greg. Greg and his brother Dave Peterson are owners of Nutridyne, and it's a company that has been supplying high-quality professional-grade supplements to healthcare practitioners for the past 30 years, 30, wow. 40 years. No. 40 years. Oh, my gosh. So... So not only do they specialize in providing quality supplements, but they also provide ongoing nutrition education to doctors, to chiropractors, to nutritionists, to acupuncturists, to massage therapists. Anyone else, Greg? (laughs) Anybody who's really a bona fide health care practitioner. Okay. And they bring in experts, all kinds of experts, cardiovascular experts, neurologist, and they speak on a wide range of health-related topics. So, Greg, welcome to the show. We're really, really pleased to have you here today. Um, Thank you. And I know you are really an expert and interested and an expert in men's hormonal health. Yeah, it's first of all, it's a pleasure to be here and having uh, Dar and Kate bring a little bit of sunshine to a 
kind of a gloomy day out there. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Good way to spend my, my Saturday morning, too. Perfect way. Yeah, absolutely. And That's great. Yeah, being a male and, and you know, I'm now in my, my you know, mid-60s, you know, so I've kind of gone through the whole gamut, you know, from, you know, a young man to middle-aged man, now, you know, more of a mature man and so forth. Uh, yeah, it's a very, it's near and dear to my heart, you know, now, men's health. Greg, I have to stop you there. You said a mature man. Now, is that what Deb says, too? <laughs> <laughs> she usually just says, uh, it's time for you to leave and go out and make some money. But, you know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, she's great. Now, she's, uh, she still says, hey, you're still the love of my life. We've been married Aww. 40, it will be 43 years in August, you know, too. So That's great. Been fortunate you know, yeah, that that's way great. as well. Um, and that's maybe because she listens to this show every Saturday. Yeah, oh, yeah, she loves your show. She tells me that all the time, you know, too. So uh, you, you've got a real fan. Oh, that's her. great. I'm sure she's probably listening now, too. So good morning, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I was just thinking, too, that, you know, one of the um, the common complaints that mm-hmm. men have, you know, as they get into, you know, the, uh, the andropause years, if you want to say, and so forth, is getting up several times a night, yes. having to urinate. You know, and I mean, this totally interferes with their sleep quality, their ability to repair, to have good energy, mm-hmm. um, you know, the next day. And, you know, uh, guys that tell me, hey, they're up uh, four or five times a night. Mm-hmm. Not unusual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had many clients like that. Yeah, it seems to be very common. You know, and I think most people realize it's a prostate problem. Now, the prostate is just a really small organ. It sits below the bladder. So exactly what's happening to the prostate when frequent urination starts to happen? Well, it's you know, it's about um, four out of five men over the age of 50 will start having prostate problems. And wow. one thing we that's know, a lot, that's a right? lot, four out of five. Yeah. It's really a lot. And, you know, it's, it's common knowledge that uh, if a man lives long enough, he will ultimately get prostate cancer and die from prostate cancer. It's just that many of us, you know, die of heart disease or some other, you know, types of conditions before then. Right. So it's a common thing to all men, you know, and uh, it starts at around age 50 or so with that frequent urination. Uh, they, they have this urgency to have to urinate, but they can't really get a full devoiding of the bladder. It start hard to start the stream, you know, a lot of times they'll have dribbling afterwards and so forth. It's just a real nuisance to them. And what's really occurring is men start having these little nodules grow in the prostate at that time of life that enlarges the prostate gland and inflames it, you know, causes it to swell. And then this shuts down the functioning of the urethra and obstructs the urine flow from the bladder and then puts pressure on the bladder. And I remember, oh, it's about a year or so ago, I was sitting on the airplane and the guy next to me, you know, he would get up, go to the, you know, the restroom <laughs> and he'd come back and I'm thinking, okay, you know, he's, he's got he's that done. taken care of. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for done. the duration. Yes. <laughs> and I, I swear, I don't know, 10 minutes later or so, cause we're you know, on the tarmac for probably, mm-hmm. you know, a good 45 minutes or so. And he had gone again and again. Uh-huh. And I think he had gone two or three times before we, we started off, off. you know, and then he was in sheer, I could see he was in sheer misery and kind of, you know, shaking and jumping in his seat because, you know, there's a period of time before you can go to the restroom again until yes. you get in, into flight. Yeah. And he was, and as soon as the light came off, you know, uh, on your seat belts and you could go, you know, the restroom, boom, he bolted to the bathroom again. And he was up the whole flight. You know, he must oh, have, my. oh, yeah. I, I'm not exaggerating. I think he must have a seven or eight times throughout the, the flight was in there. And I was thinking, what a miserable, there'd be, be led, your whole life led by 
having exactly. to urinate, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. finding time. that bathroom. So this, these little nodules, they start to form, and then they kind of kind of cough off, cut it off, the flow, the easy flow. So then it's little little bits of urine that comes each time then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. You feel like you have to really go badly, and you have a short stream and dribble a little bit, and then you're done. You're not getting full avoidance of the bladder. Then you know, a little short time later, you got to go again, you know, too. So if a client goes to a doctor, what what do they get diagnosed with? What is it called? Well, they call it benign prostatic hypertrophy. And what this means is benign means there's not cancer at that point. Okay. You know, uh, prostatic means the prostate mm-hmm. gland itself. And hypertrophy means the abnormal enlargement or inflamed. So it's an inflamed prostate. Okay. So let's talk about... The leading causes of enlarged prostates. What can men do to get some sleep and not need to know where every bathroom is in, say, the Viking Stadium? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, we know that foods high in sugar create inflammation. You know, a study reported in Natural News in 2008 found that men whose diets were high in sugar and processed carbs had a 57% higher risk of inflammation and even prostate cancer. You know, I so, bet every listener, Kate, is saying, you guys are talking about sugar again. again. <laughs> You're taking away my sugar. <laughs> so if you have prostate symptoms, you have to ask yourself, where is my high sugar intake coming from? You know, questions you might ask yourself. Are you drinking soda? Are you drinking juice? Are you drinking beer or other alcoholic drinks? And you know, maybe once a week would be okay, but more than once a week, not okay. Yep. And let's face it, red wine is a no. Yeah. It's just no. <laughs> it's not good for your prostate. It's not uh, really good for your heart either. Yes. But we'll get that on another show, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> but you might also be the cereal guy, or maybe you're a sandwich lover, mm-hmm. or the pizza man. You know, two pieces of pizza has about 12 teaspoons of sugar. I mean, that just that. People cannot imagine that. So let's face it. We are just a nation of sugar lovers. On average, we consume 150 to 170 pounds of sugar each year per person. So, you know, my mother used to buy those five-pound bags of sure. sugar. Exactly. My I, mother did, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'd be... That meant I ate 30 of those a year. (laughs) I did like those processed carbs, especially bread and sugar. And sugar is the number one cause of inflammation. And the prostate is that little gland that just gets inflamed and enlarged really easily. So basically, you know, if you're experiencing prostate issues, we're going to take a quick little, you know, break. And then, but when we come back... We got lots of information. So, yeah. um, let me take it from there. Okay. Good. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. In the month of July, we're offering our Weight and Wellness Weekend Series. Join us for the weekend series in Wyzetta on Friday, July 24th, Saturday, July 25th, and Sunday, the 26th. You know, Minnesota in July is a great place to visit. We've got the Mall of America, Twins Games, Wonderful Lakes, so many restaurants using locally grown meats and vegetables, some organic and grass-fed meats, and delicious patio eating. 
We're also offering a $50 early bird discount if you sign up by July 11th. Remember, nurses earn 14.4 continuing education credits. We make this an informative class. We make it life-changing. So you can call our office at 651-699-3438 to sign up, or you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com. Oh, maybe I didn't mention this. (laughs) We serve an organic lunch and snacks. Yes, we do. You can come with a friend, a sister, even a spouse. So if you've got questions today about men's health, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Cavis, licensed nutritionist. Our co-host is Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor. And our special guest is Greg Peterson, co-owner of Nutridyne, a company providing professional quality supplements to care health care pr- practitioners. You know, if you have a question about men's health, this would be a great opportunity to ask. Our studio number is 651-641-1071. And I was really happy this week to read the headlines in the Minneapolis Star Tribune on Wednesday. The FDA has ordered food companies to phase out trans fats from foods by 2018. And, you know, our friend Walter Willett that we talk about all the time in our classes, he's the chairman of the Harvard School of Public Health, said the use of trans fats was the biggest food disaster ever. Mm. The human toll has to be in the millions, he said. So the FDA estimated that the new regulations could cost the industry $6 billion to make the conversion. Mm-hmm. More over the, you know, and over 20 years that would be. But the savings from reduced medical care could be more than $130 billion. That's awesome. So you might say, why ban trans fats? You know, trans fats has been linked to increased risk of heart disease, plaque buildup in the arteries, and an increase in LDL cholesterol. All those, plus a lot of other things, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But we're making progress, I think. Yes. So, so There's if, light at the end of the tunnel. There yeah. is. Maybe. You know. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the food companies actually do. So I think we're going to have to be really carefully reading labels yes and we have to continue to read labels yes so we're talking about prostate problems so that what do you do i think the first thing if you've got problems you make an appointment with one of the nutritionists at nutritional weight and wellness and you get on a weight and wellness eating plan because it's anti-inflammatory it's key and you know even today just call up make a two-hour initial consultation the number is 651-699-3438. And once you start eating better, much of that inflammation and symptoms will go away. You know, after you have the food and eating plan in place, then it's time to do some repair work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you do that repair work with supplements. And I believe food and supplements are much nicer than the surgery that they talk about. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Greg... You're the expert on this. Let's talk about some supplements that help to reduce inflammation Mm -hmm. of the prostate. And I agree with you entirely. You know, food is king. You really have to start with the dietary changes to begin with. Uh, But we do have a product that's, um, you know, called Ultra Prostagen. We've we've used used it in our offices for 
as long as it's been around. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's one of those kind of home rent type products that you know when mm. you prescribe it, it's going to work. You know, it's mm. just a matter really maybe the dosing of it and the duration and so forth. But I've had many times men who have been you know, scheduled for some kind of a prostate surgery or the reaming of the prostate and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we just say, you know, give diet and the ultraprostagen a, a trial. You know, give it like a, a month or so to see if we can't get that prostate swelling down and get you functioning better. And I, I swear, you know, darn Kate, I don't think we've ever struck out. They'll, no, they'll wow. get on it, and they'll go, wow, boy, this this is fantastic. Because many times, you know, to get a, an appointment with the urologist, it's six weeks out anyway. So we figure, hey, we got six weeks. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, to do something. And invariably, they, they cancel their appointment. They don't need it any mm-hmm. longer, too. Symptoms gone? Symptoms are gone. Yeah, they're, they're doing well, you know, and they're sleeping well, and life is good at that yep. point, you know. Yep. Um, but, but two of the key ingredients in there is really the salpimento and the nettles and the zinc, you know. Uh-huh. And each one of them have been in the, the literature, Journal of Urology, uh, British Journal of Urology, are some of the different, um, you know, peer-reviewed, uh, you know, uh, journals, basically, that talk about the ability of uh, these two, you know, factors, supplemental and uh, zinc in the nettles, to reduce inflammation and swelling of the mm-hmm. prostate, reduce that frequent urination, and they do it without any Side effects. So many times when they're prescribed things like Proscar, you know, which is common, you know, in a pharmaceutical, yeah, that that has is some effects as well too. But it comes with a lot of side, side effects, effects as well. Okay, well, that's a great product. Yeah, easy to take. Probably take five, six a day. Mm-hmm. You know, couple with every meal and easy. It, it's it really is, and also too, Dar. It it uh, the ultra prostagen uh, manages that excess estrogen that we may talk about a little bit later on too. That now it's been they're feeling like the the high estrogens and so forth are more connected to prostate problems than testosterone. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. testosterone is is good. We, we all men need it. You know, for our energy, our vitality, our, our mood. You know, our sex drive, our muscle mass, and so on. But it's when that good testosterone gets converted to the more strong dihydrotestosterone or DHT, mm-hmm. now, which is actually kind of a toxic testosterone. testosterone? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's a real um, you know uh, a strong almost. You say hostile okay. testosterone. That's a good way to say it, right? Yeah, exactly. To, to the prostate itself, but that's mm-hmm. also what causes the guys to lose their hair, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kind of negatives you think of, you know, testosterone is due to the dihydrotestosterone. So what, what causes, Greg, mm-hmm. when we're looking at that, men might be asking, we'll say, what causes my testosterone to convert to that negative t- type of testosterone? What's going on in our life that's causing that to happen. Well, again, it goes back to, you know, you've talked about it, you know, through the the years is inflammation is Mm -hmm. probably one of the biggest causatives of disease in general. So that goes back to that sugar. Yep. Diet goes back to the sugar, the diet. (laughs) The mm -hmm. trans fats, Mm -hmm. the chemicals, you Mm -hmm. know. The cereals, okay. the don and all. Oh, okay. Okay. So th- those are things that really enhance that conversion. And then it's partly genetics, too. You know, mm-hmm. some guys just have a, a, a genetic predisposition to convert testosterone to dihydrotestosterone more, you know, efficiently, you know, as well. Um, but it is, it is one of those things you want to manage your estrogen levels, reduce those, and then also reduce that conversion from natural testosterone or testosterone to the 
more aggressive dihydrotestosterone. And you guys, Metagenics has a newer supplement that helps to reduce that conversion, right, to this unhealthy form, the testrolin? Yeah, called testrolin. Yep. So talk about that. How does that work? Well, the testrolin, it's really designed to uh, naturally modulate that conversion of testosterone to dihydrotestosterone nutritionally. So it doesn't inhibit it or it doesn't block it. That's always the problem you have with the drugs. They mm. block natural processes in the mm-hmm. body. We're just through proper diet and supplementation are modulating or improving you know, that, that conversion. So uh, that's one thing the testrolin does is it slows down the conversion of testosterone mm. to dihydrotestosterone or DHT, it's called. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, it works on uh, is guys, you know, particularly guys as we get older, you know, we store the fat in the belly, belly. that, that belly yep. fat, you know, and the, the belly has um, a lot of an enzyme called aromatase, which converts our testosterone to estrogen. You know, so mm-hmm. now you get into the whole estrogenic effects and the impact it has on the prostate and so forth negatively. Mm-hmm. So in the testrolin, we have things that slow down that conversion. Okay. You know, from Mm -hmm. our testosterone to estrogen. So that's kind of the the basic, you know, is to improve our natural testosterone production, reduce estrogens, and also then help to just, uh, you know, maintain good, healthy prostate uh, non-inflammation. So actually, when the conversion, that's, can, if, if you're not, if you don't stop that conversion or modulate it in some way, the chances of getting prostate cancer is much higher, isn't it? Very much so. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the kind of the recent research I've been seeing is that they feel this exposure to estrogens and early on in life too. You know, they talk about, you know, if you have a, a male fetus, you know, and the mother's been exposed to a lot of like BPAs, a lot of pesticide, uh, insecticide, you know, kinds of residues and so yep. forth. That poor fetus, male fetus is already being exposed to estrogen, which they know that will create a higher risk to prostate cancer later on in life, you know. Uh, so kind I almost a heavier uh, connection there. No, mm-hmm. I mean it's just kind of shocking, isn't it? But people don't know this information. No, that's why we're no. doing this. <laughs> and Kate, yes, we are going to take a, another break here. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, I want to share an email we received this week from Liz. She sent the email to Katie, a dietitian you often hear her on Dishing Up Nutrition, and she wrote. Katie, I just want to let you know how happy I am with the program. I took the February Nutrition for Weight Loss class in Eden Prairie for the main purpose of getting my cholesterol and triglyceride numbers down so I wouldn't have to go on medication. Well, I got my blood work results back, and in three and a half months, my cholesterol went from 249 to 198. That's good. Her triglycerides, listen to this, went from 161 to 80. Awesome. Mm-hmm. In fact, all my numbers in every category are now in the normal range. Also, there was a nice side effect. Lost 20 pounds and 18 inches. That's nice. Yeah. The class was just what I needed to get me started on a healthy lifestyle. I want to thank you for your excellent leadership. And That's a wonderful, wonderful letter. Mm -hmm. So if people have questions for Greg this morning, give us a call at 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, Liz had an amazing result just eating real food. She never went hungry. She ate eggs, butter, real cream, and her cholesterol numbers dropped 50 points. Isn't that interesting? Yep. 
Eating real food several times a day gives clients magical results. Better blood chemistries, weight loss, smaller clothes size, and great energy and well-being. You know, we have a new series of classes that start July 7th. And so just call 651-699-3438 to find a location that's going to work for you. Or you can go uh, to weightandwellness.com. So, Greg, um, if people want to get in touch with you, because we know after the show, they always say, how can I find him? How do people get in touch with you if they want to ask you a question? Uh, just email me it is probably the easiest way. It's uh, Greg, G-R-E-G, at N-U-T, middle dash, D-Y-N, dot com. So Greg at nut dash dine dot com. Okay. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds really good. You know, before break, we were talking a little bit about testosterone, but let's talk a little bit about these clients that we have who have very inflamed prostates. They're mm-hmm. constantly peeing, urinating just small amounts. They're kind of in a critical place. Like the guy that was on the airplane with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a critical situation for him. You know, besides recommending anti-inflammatory diet and foods, which we always start with, <clears throat> Greg, what supplements can bring this inflammation down quickly? Well, you're right on with that, too. And we're talking earlier about really the way to determine whether you have prostate problems is function. You know, Mm -hmm. how are you functioning? And like Kate is just saying, those symptoms of frequent urination, you're not being able to to avoid the bladder entirely, et cetera. Those are the indications of prostate problems. Not the PSA. You used to, that used to Mm. be the gold standard. You know, now they're realizing that the PSA really got promoted more from a monetary standpoint. Okay. Oh, that they you know brought the people back to the the doctor's their office. doctor's office continually, and it was it got to be kind of a you know a cash situation. Because so, now, the, so you you're what you're kind of saying is sometimes the numbers might be high and it didn't indicate cancer. Exactly. So there's really very little <laughs> correlation between mm-hmm. a guy having a high PSA and and prostate cancer or a low PSA. You know, so that was an indication of how healthy the prostate was or okay. what kind of trouble you might be in. So symptoms or function is really the way to determine whether that is a problem and whether you need to have some support. Uh-huh. So besides, you know, things like we're talking about with the ultra prostogen, you know, product, the testrolin product and so on. We have another product called Estrovera, which is a, uh, it's a rhubarb, you know, uh, Siberian rhubarb mm-hmm. extract mm-hmm. that has different, um, plant nutrients in it that help to modulate the form of estrogen that causes proliferation or swelling of the prostate and ultimately even prostate cancer. So, Greg, I think stop right there because I think people are hearing that estrogen you're saying is yeah, Go over that again and just kind of explain that because that's a new thought for most people. Well, we know that estrogen, we see that, you know, originally we saw that with women and breast cancer and mm-hmm. so forth, that they put you in your estrogen-blocking kinds of drugs. Yep. You know, whether it was tamoxifen initially or then it became Arimidex and Fumera and so forth. And it blocks, you know, the production of uh, estrogens because we know that estrogens cause proliferation. Now, in the, the right circumstances, in, you, know, you know, in pregnancy or whatever the case is, yeah. you want to have those estrogens yes. to promote, you know, growth and so forth. But when you are in a cancer situation, 
there's certain kind of you know, toxic or very strong estrogens that create proliferation or development of cancers as well, especially the sex hormone-related cancers, breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cancer, testicular cancer, et cetera, with it. So what the um, estrovera will do is there's different receptor sites on the cell for estrogen. There's one that's called um, estrogen receptor site alpha. Mm-hmm. And that one, if that's triggered, you know, by these toxic estrogens and so forth, it causes a proliferation of swelling, inflammation, and cancer. But there's also estrogen receptor beta that if that gets triggered on the cell, it actually produces a anti-tumor growth, you know, an anti-inflammatory, you know, state. Mm-hmm. So that's really what the estrovera does is it helps to modify or reduce the estrogen receptor alpha while promoting the estrogen receptor beta. To modulator again. Great. Yes. Great. Great understanding yeah. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also to reduce that inflammation. I mean, we know we need fish oil. Mm-hmm. A great anti-inflammatory supplement. Right. Um, so, you know, there, there are a number of things that we need to do to keep continue to reduce inflammation. So, you know, I think kind of going back to... I think on some level, most people realize that when they eat processed carbs or sugar, they have more inflammation. You know, yeah, people tell it. me in our nutrition <laughs> counseling session, when they give up sugar and processed carbs, their knees stop hurting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their asthma gets better. They have fewer migraines and they can think better. You know, they're less moody, have more energy. And for men... Maybe that means less trips to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, most people don't realize that exposure, though, to these toxic estrogens that you briefly touched on, Craig, also plays a role in prostate health. It plays a role in breast cancer as well. And people may be wondering, well, where are we getting these toxic estrogens? You know, most clients realize that we make estrogen from our ovaries, but men don't have ovaries. So, so where in the world where do they, they get them? <laughs> where does it come from? Yeah. Well, uh, a lot of it's our environment, uh, again, too. You know, we are the, the PCBs, the BPAs and the plastics, the phthalates. Yeah. Um, they mimic real estrogens. And so what happens is they're molecularly close enough to our real estrogens where they can bind to the cell as well and get access to the inside of the cell. Mm-hmm. And the, a question I always have, would you want to see Agent Orange or, or Roundup or Atrazine in your cell? Do you think it's really going to promote good health or think it's going to create a <laughs> wow. disturbance in the cell? <laughs> a little havoc. I, think a little that's havoc. A, I don't know, Greg. I think you ought to say that one more, one more time because that's you can just get that visual. Say that one more time. Well, it is exactly. I mean, do you want your healthy estrogens and testosterones in the cell doing what God made them to do and so forth? Or would you want to give access to Roundup, Agent Orange, Atrazine, PCBs, you know, BPAs, phthalates, and so forth? Because they're going to come in like a bully in a schoolyard. They're mm-hmm. just going to cause all kinds of problems. And so if you use different things that the diet, getting the inflammation out, getting the sugar under control and so forth, uh, you're using natural plant you know, foods and so forth, they basically help to make sure that uh, those estrogen receptor sites on the cell don't get triggered by atrazine and pesticides, but they only allow the good, healthy you know, woman-made or man-made estrogens to get in. 
So that Agent Orange, that was that was the the pesticide used in Vietnam to clear the foliage during the Vietnam War, right? Yes, that was caused a lot of problems. It did. Yeah. So I think we should probably go on a little break here yep. and we need to come back and talk about this more. We will. We will. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition brought to you nutri- by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, when you realize that one in seven men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer, we want this show and my article, Prostate Cancer Prevention, to help men avoid prostate cancer. Information such as the prostate gland is a zinc sponge. Zinc is necessary for cancer prevention, and it's found in leafy green vegetables, meats, and pumpkin seeds. We generally recommend adding 30 to 50 milligrams of a zinc supplement daily. You know, but another very important cancer prevention plan is making sure you're taking adequate vitamin D3 year-round. And we talk about this every time on every show, don't we? (laughs) Well, it's an important nutrient. Um, I encourage you to share this show and podcast with the men in your life. Let's spread this critical information to all men. Welcome, Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've been thinking about taking the Weight and Wellness Series, I'm pleased to tell you we're offering the Weight and Wellness Series twice this summer, starting July 13th in St. Paul and July 16th in Wyzetta for six weeks. There's also a special $50 early bird discount when you sign up by July 3rd. Remember, nurses can earn 14.4 continuing education credits. You'll learn how to stay healthy yourself in a stressful job, and we know nurses have stressful jobs these days. So bring a friend, a spouse, your mother, and kind of learn together. It's great fun. It is. Uh, sign up, call 651-699-3438. So well, we're talking prostate problems. Yeah. we were Before break, we were talking about these toxic estrogens that affect prostate inflammation. And, you know, when I was researching the article, Prostate Cancer Prevention, I found that exposure to Agent Orange was linked to a 52% increase in this more aggressive form of prostate cancer. So when men were exposed to Agent Orange, these Vietnam vets produced more toxic estrogens in their bodies. They absorbed these toxic estrogens in their bodies, and, and hence it resulted in this more aggressive form of form cancer. cancer yep. You know, we are exposed to these toxic estrogens in many ways, kind of Greg kind of alluded to that before break. You know, it's in hormones that are fed to our animals to speed up their growth. Mm-hmm. It's in plastic containers, styrofoam cups, sunscreen, you know, chlorine-based oh, cleaners. Yours is is uh, dryer. Dryer sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Once exposed, how do we get rid of these toxic estrogens? How can we protect our bodies with, you know, we're in kind of this sea of toxic estrogens around us all the time. Well, you know, as nutritionists, we're always going to say start with food first. And mm-hmm. one of the best foods is our, our vegetables, especially the cauliflower and broccoli, kale, cabbage, spinach, beet greens. But in addition, there's some really effective supplements that help the liver to detox these damaging estrogens. And so, Greg, maybe just talk a little bit about estrofactors. 
Yeah, I, I love Estrafactors. I do, too. We yeah, do, too. Know, <laughs> it is such an amazing product uh, for what it does, you know. And, you know, first of all, we do need estrogens. I understand that. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, kind of dissing estrogens in general. Correct. But you want you know, the healthy amounts and the healthy types of estrogens. And where the Estrafactors work so well is we know the liver is like the processing clearinghouse for hormones, including estrogens. And so it can take estrogens that come in that are naturally produced by the body. It can uh, have these estrogens that are estrogen-like factors, like your pesticides and herbicides and so forth that come into the liver. Now it's the liver's job basically to process them, so to eliminate the toxic ones, to reassemble and recirculate the healthy estrogens and so forth. So that's really what the estrofactors is designed to do, is work with that liver's ability to appropriately process hormones, including estrogens. Beautiful. Perfect. Perfect, perfect explanation. Perfect, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So that's one of my favorites, you know, too. So we know that um, we'll use it in every uh, detoxification program. We hear a lot about, you know, let's, how do you detoxify these estrogens from the body? Because there's one saying that I like I heard a while back that says, uh, goes like this, estrogens, whether we take them, make them, we have to eliminate them every day. Yes. Perfect. Exactly. Yep. Well said. So let's talk about some of these other products that we talked about all before in the show, just to kind of help people remember and recap. So what if a person has really an inflamed prostate? Where where do we go with that? I mean, what would you recommend and kind of talk about these products a little bit more, Greg? Yeah, I would say if it's really that, that hypertrophy of the prostate we've been talking about, the swelling aspect of it, the frequent urination, the getting up at night and so forth, I would really uh, focus on the ultraprostogen. Mm-hmm. And dosage you know, can be up to six a day in, mm-hmm. in that range. Give it enough time. It's not going to happen overnight. Right. You know? So you know, give it you know, uh, two or three, four weeks to really see full you know, uh, results with it. Um, now, if it's a person that has more of these estrogen types of symptoms, a guy, and that could be indications of a little bit of what they call gynecomastia, which mm-hmm. is male breast you know, development. And that's happening to a lot of men. Mm-hmm. Men and, and boys, and boys. You know, too. So yes. I hate to see where oh, yes. they're going to go exactly. in, in the next you know, few Lots decades. Mm-hmm. So if they have the, you know, this, this uh, gynecomastia situation, they're kind of soft in general. They've lost a lot of muscle mass and so forth. Then those are, are indications to me of an estrogen dominance. And that's when I would add in the estrofactors, like mm-hmm. we're talking about at mm-hmm. three or so, you know, per day, and that estrovera, because remember that helps to the trigger the healthy uh, estrogen reaction within the cell. Mm-hmm. So those would be the two I'd use in that mm-hmm. case, uh, or if it's you know a, a guy and, and they many times can have all of these symptoms too. But if you can kind of narrow it down, sure. where I would recommend the testolin, if there's like sex drive, you know, issues, erectile dysfunction, you know, more. On that fertility aspect of it, you know, more the the man, you know, men's, you know, sexual health. Then I'd say the testolin would be the uh, one of the major products of choice. Okay. Hmm. So Perfect. lots of different ideas and different choices for people depending on symptoms. And of course, we would all say, you know, do things like quit drinking soda. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, quit eating your sweet rolls. You know, I, I always say about this was when the morning when you go and you you fill up your gas tank and you walk inside <laughs> yeah. and you see how men are eating, what they're picking up, the mount, you know, the Mountain Dew, the the donut, yeah, you know, <laughs> and they're not one, and they've got several that mm-hmm. they're buying, mm-hmm. and that's what they're eating for breakfast and lunch. 
And then you wonder why they're starting to have these inflamed prostates and possibly prostate cancer. So Mm -hmm. it's, Mm -hmm. it's, um, or that, that sexual dysfunction, the whole picture is right there. Yeah. And then like we were saying before with men, we, uh, we tend to accumulate that fat in our belly Mm -hmm. and the belly has that enzyme that converts our testosterone to estrogen, you know, so that just compounds or compounds the problem as well too. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so that's why I think so many times people need to get guidance on their diet and supplementation and get that body composition to where it's going to be healthy as well, too. You can see it is what mm-hmm. you're saying. You mm-hmm. can see oh, it yeah. in, in men. You know, and I think that's the other thing Boys. is that people, men tend not to, or like we, we had no callers today yeah. because it's a male topic. Oh, we do have one, one caller. caller. Do I we? don't know. Should we take the caller? Sure. As long as I think we got Susie. a couple of minutes. Oh, good. We Let's got one talk brave to Susie. person. <laughs> Hi. 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 Yeah. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Um, I have a question about um, you had mentioned belly fat, and my husband really has that issue. I mean, he's not even. Um, he doesn't have fat really anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. just that belly. He doesn't drink pop per se. I know exercise is supposed to help, but and he should get to the gym probably a little more than he does. But I, I is there something he can take to get rid of that? Um, I know there's not a magic pill for everything, but there's right. got to be something. Well, one of the things that we would look, really look at is it seems as though. He's eating too many carbohydrates for what, how his body handles sugar. You mm-hmm. know, and I think everyone's different because some people have to li- live on a much lower carbohydrate system. You know, the sugar and the processed carbs. You know, I don't know if he eats eggs for breakfast or if he eats cereal for breakfast. So no it's, cereal. Uh, no cereal. Okay. No, and lots of times he skips breakfast. Okay. There you go. Well, and you know, that's that slows down his metabolism then. Mm-hmm. So it's looking at those things first and how to stop that fat from producing more toxic estrogens. I guess, Greg, what would you say as far as if we just looked at some of these supplements? I would go with omega-3 fish oil first. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's, that's kind always of a, a starting point. You yeah, know, to, that's always a logical one. Um, and, and it could be that, you know, he is a little more estrogen dominant, mm-hmm. you know, as well, too. I mean, that's so common with men in the Middle Ages. So I look at some things we talked about, estrofactors, yes. estrovera, you know, for that. And then I also think of, you know, that belly fat is is the stress storage area, too. We know that it's an indication of heavy cortisol, which is your stress hormone. So the most the more things you can do dietary-wise, getting the sugars out, the saturated fats and so forth, reducing those dietary stresses to, to the man, you're also going to have a good effect on reducing that belly fat as well. And, and he, sleeping. Yeah, I was going to say that, too, <laughs> is if he's having trouble sleeping. And that's the other thing that, you know, if he's starting to have inflamed prostate, he's up four or five times. Then he's not getting good quality of sleep. And, of mm-hmm. course, then he's going to have more cortisol. So mm-hmm. it all kind of goes together. Mm-hmm. I think a consultation for him would be really perfect because... Yeah, I think so, too. You know, you'd you get... Would, you, you, would do wonders. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you for, for calling. Call. We appreciate thank you. it. You well, Greg, thank you very much for being on Thanks today. Being it was a here, great Greg. show. Kate. Fun. Life, I love you. All is groovy.
Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.